Welcome to the Reaching Forward Podcast. Let's get right into the Word of God. Luke chapter 2 and verse 15. Press pause if you want to find it in your Bibles. It's the third gospel in the New Testament. Matthew, Mark, Luke chapter 2 and verse 15. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And using that verse of scripture, I would like to preach on the thought of a message when God changes your plans. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, have your way in this time of preaching. Let it be a message that reaches not just our heads, but our hearts in Christ's name. Amen. I heard an account on the radio of a lady who was on her way in her car to purchase illegal drugs. And she was flipping through the radio station as she was headed to purchase these drugs. And and she came upon a Christian radio station. And something in that station, I don't know if it was the music or preaching, uh, but it so impacted her heart that she never made it to buy those drugs. And, And it was stated that she has not used drugs since. I don't know what message she received. I don't know exactly what she heard. But it seemed that God had a change of plans for her life. And this This is a time where I believe we're all experiencing, wherever you are in the world, a change of plans. But I want to share with you that there's a parallel in our lives, that God also has a change of plans for our life. God also speaks to us in love, and He's got a change of plans many times for His people. We first read that these shepherds that were abiding in the fields by night, watching their flocks. The angel of the Lord came and had a message. When God wants to change our plans, He tells us something. The gospel is good news. And and as I get older, I'm 46, and I like to check the news, and I like the Wall Street Journal, and then there's a local news station, and I'm like a news junkie. Well, let me tell you that the gospel is a word that means good news. The gospel is information. It's not a preacher just yelling at the top of his lungs. It's not someone... uh, Uh, saying amen or just have faith, but it's information from God. The gospel of Jesus Christ is good news because Jesus was born of a virgin. He lived a perfect life without sin. He died on the cross to pay for our sins. And then three days later, we just passed Easter, he celebrated uh, celebrated in Easter the resurrection. He rose from the dead, having all power in heaven, And in earth given unto him, gaining forgiveness for our sins by the blood of the cross. And presented, he's presented as a living savior that's reaching out to men and women. He's got a message and the message is for a change of plans for us. With these shepherds, the Lord had made known something unto them. They were going about their day. It was going to be another cold night. 
And I remember being in the military in California. And you think in California, it's warm at night, right? Let's go surfing at night. California gets cold at night. I wouldn't have believed it, except we did some exercises uh, capturing illegal aliens in Camp Pendleton. I was with an MP unit in the Marines. And it was cold at night. Desert uh, does not retain, the sand doesn't retain the heat. And, and California gets a little nippy. Well, these, these shepherds were just having their day and they, you're watching the flocks by night, watching out for wolves, probably going to be pretty uneventful. Long night, of course, you want to sleep at night, but they had to stay up. But the Bible said that the lights came on. The angel of the Lord came uh, upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And understandably, they were afraid. And then the angel of the Lord had a message. He said, first of all, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. It was a gospel message. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. These men were not just going to stay all night with the sheep that night. I really don't know what happened to the sheep. Did one guy stay behind and the rest of the shepherds went? Or maybe they just abandoned the sheep. I don't know exactly what they did. But uh, they had a change of plans. They, they, they began to realize there's a savior for us to go find. He's not up in the hills here. He's in Bethlehem. You know that God has uh, made something known unto us. When you come to the house of God, you ever come to the house of God, you know you're standing with God. God makes known to you some things by his spirit. I remember the first time I came to the house of God and God began to make it known unto me that I was not a Christian. And it was not a good feeling. Even when the angel of the Lord came to these shepherds, he said, uh, Fear not. You know, when God begins to deal with us, we can get kind of kind of afraid. It's the power of God, and we know it's so true. But he did, God isn't there to frighten us. God has good news for us. And I heard the gospel message when I went to the house of God. I realized my life needed a change of plans. I wasn't going to buy drugs. I was a very... Uh, unflattering, unexciting sinner, but I, I knew I needed something in my life and I got a change of plans that night. I gave my life to Jesus Christ. You see, because God, you don't know what he's thinking, but he wants some good things for you. You know that I'm going to promise you God's change of plans is for a blessing for your life. The, the uh, friend of God, David, in 2 Samuel uh, he came up against the perennial enemies of the Israelites, the Philistines. It's in 2 Samuel chapter 5. And in verse 19, he inquired of the Lord, which means he prayed. Shall I go up to the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said unto David, Go up, for doubtless I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. So David went up and he destroyed the Philistines. 
and he said he burnt their images. He didn't worship their gods, but he burnt their images. You know, we don't need to pick up all the sinner's ways of doing things. We need to uh, let that life go. But then it says in verse 22, the Philistines came up yet again, and they spread themselves in the valley. So you have the same enemy, and so David goes and inquires of the Lord. What do you want me to do, God? Now notice, David didn't just run out and say, well, I know what to do. I already prayed about this. Because you see, you never know when God has a change of plans. The Bible said that God answered David, thou shalt not go up. Uh Uh-oh, what if he had gone up? Well, he didn't. He prayed. And it said, but fetch a compass behind them. So do a reconnaissance and get behind them and come upon them over against the mulberry trees. And let it be when thou hearest the sound of a going or the marching of troops in the tops of the mulberry trees. It sounds like some type of supernatural force that God was sending in. They were going to march right over the tops of the trees. And then thou shalt bestir thyself. For then shalt thou, Lord, go out before thee to smite the host of the Philistines. So David went and did as God commanded. And he smote or destroyed the Philistines once again. God has a message for us. And the message is to make something known unto us that we might know what to do. They were told that there was a Savior in Bethlehem. Now, they were given a message, but notice they had a made-up mind. Let us now go. Some of the times the hardest things in our life is when we face a large decision is to make up our mind. Maybe you're living in a situation, you know God said, that's not right. And we know it's not right. I don't even need to say it over the the radio waves or the internet, right? We just know it's not right. And you feel your conscience begin to, you know, a life of faith is a life of conscience. And you feel your conscience dealing with you. And uh, it's sometimes, it's hard to make that decision. But you know that once you make a decision, once you make that choice, then it's easy. These shepherds said, let's go now. I don't know what they were going to do. And they, it, you say, well, it's easy for them. No, it wasn't. Someone had to stay with the sheep. I don't know if someone had extra work. They might have gotten in trouble if they were just day lay or night laborers and they didn't own the flock. So they might have gotten in trouble with their families. But they made up their mind. Now notice, when you make up your mind to serve God, there's a natural evangelistic attitude. Notice, let us now go. There's an evangelistic attitude. Hey, come on. Hey, let's go to church. I saw this bumper sticker on this car and it said, said, follow me to such and such a church. I like that. You know, when you're not ashamed about going to the house of God and you say, hey, just the the bumper sticker said, if you follow this car, it's going to wind up at this church. You know, the enemy can't get us. Not only was it a, a made up mind for a change of plans, God has an urgency for us to make up our mind. An urgency for us to allow him to change our plans. The enemy of your soul, he can't get you to deny that God is real. We know God's real. You've probably even, you can think back in times, you're like, that was God in my life. Even if you're not a follower of God, but that was just God. He can't get you to deny Jesus Christ, but he can get you to delay making up your mind. They said, let us now go. 
One of the characteristics of a follower of God is that they change their mind and they make up their mind, I'm going to do what God wants me to do now. There's an urgency. Joshua said, choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. He said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. It's a time to make a choice. Well, Abraham, when he was told in Genesis chapter 22, take your son, thine only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell thee of. Can you imagine Abraham? He's probably thinking about taking his son fishing or maybe hunting, but he wasn't taking his son to be the sacrifice, to be the barbecue. But notice the next verse. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place of which God had told him. You see, Abraham realized that God's changes of plan uh, in his life demanded an, an urgency of a made-up mind and obedience. You know, slow obedience, I have a child, and I've said this, slow obedience is disobedience. Abraham obeyed. Paul in Acts chapter 16, he had a change of plans. He wanted to go and preach the word in Asia, but the Bible said he was forbidden to preach the word of the Holy Ghost in Asia. The Bible doesn't say that God has to explain why, right? But you know that if God changes your plans, obey, change your mind, because God has a blessing in it. So a vision appeared to him at night, and he, in that vision there was a man of Macedonia that prayed, saying, come over into Macedonia, which is Greece, and help us. And it said, and after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called for us to preach the gospel unto them. When God changes your plan, notice the confidence that you can have in your life. When Paul, uh, he was he was, you know, wanted to go to Asia and preach there. But then after that vision, God changed his plan. But then he said, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. When you uh, allow God to order your steps, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and the stops of a good man are ordered by the Lord. But then you can have confidence in that obedience to God in every step of your life. When God changes your plans. Lastly, uh, there was a message from the angel of the Lord. There was a message to get, a, get the shepherds to make up their minds. <laughs> and in the ending was, there was a meeting. There was a meeting. The Bible says that Jesus was born as Micah prophesied in Micah chapter 5 and verse 2 in Bethlehem. Though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forths have been from old, of old, from everlasting. The Bible says, the angels were gone away 
And they said, let us now go even to Bethlehem and see this thing. And it said, they came with haste. And look, found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. The message arranges a meeting with God. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. What? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Every time you hear a message, every time you attend a church service, the real desire of God is to arrange a meeting with Jesus Christ. A meeting. And now this is a podcast. You're not perhaps in a church building. Maybe you are. Well, the end of a church service is really the climax is is a meeting place with God. It's a place of prayer. It's an altar. An altar is a meeting place where in the Old Testament they used to lay a sacrifice there and that sacrifice would uh, provide an atonement which would open up a relationship with God. Well, God's not looking for a physical sacrifice, but God's looking for our heart, our attitude to allow him to change our plans. Maybe you've been walking a certain way. God said, I want you to go this way. Maybe you're a believer and God has been dealing with your heart about, about doing something that maybe it's a little bit different. But in the end of it, God is arranging a meeting place, an altar to come and talk to the Lord about it. That the, the, the meeting place is with Jesus. You know that sometimes there's a song that says, have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about our struggles. You know that I'm thankful that sometimes a little talk with Jesus is all that it takes in our life. A meeting with the Master. The Bible said that after that meeting, they took off and they made known abroad the saying, you know that when God changes your life, He changes your plans, He gives you a confidence to talk about something that's happened in your life. And then you can trust Him. And you tell others, you can trust Him too. Tonight, when God changes your plans, God changes the shepherd's plans, Abraham's plans, Paul's plans. And maybe tonight He's looking to change your plans. My desire is he's got, a meeting, he's got a message for you. Get a made-up mind to arrange that meeting. And God has a blessing for you in those plans of him and for him, through him, and they're for you. Amen.